Welcome to season two of Nina Talks with your hosts Darius and Nikita, your favorite blurred podcast where we talk about music, anime, culture, and whatever else crosses our mind. Keep up with us online at www.nina-productions.com. I hope you enjoyed the show. reading this article today um about how there's this rich ass dude in upstate new york who just started buying up a bunch of empty warehouse space and uh making cryptocurrency mining uh rings just put like hella service and shit and so he basically started like running up this community's like electric bill because it took so much to power his servers yo and like people that's are like nothing everyone's slight. just like what the fuck and he's just like ah got a lot of money bro <laughs> that's nothing slight he got a permit for, you yeah know? like he just like did that it was like it's his business and, like he just like bought the property and like did all that and just like wow it is what it is like you know what i mean like people just have to deal with it like that's he's wild. just like yeah like i understand but like also like i'm generating I pay for this, this like thing like yeah like free you know, free market enterprise yeah, type man. shit. Like, ain't no laws that say I can't do it. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That that's shit. insane, man. You know, because it takes a lot of power to, uh, to for these mining rigs that you set yeah, up. Yeah, like, that shit is expensive you, as you're fuck. You're setting up a computer to like thousands of computers. Th- yeah, thousands of computers. You're really just hooking up to like a large power strip and just having them run on high indefinitely, bruh. <laughs> they just sit and like there and, in ho- and it'll just like you know it's literally just like you spend it's like a function almost actually yeah like it's a direct correlation like the amount of energy that you spend is like correlated to the amount of money that you make yeah like off of like the success exactly because it's like a resource it's so if you can just buy if you can just buy a lot of the resource you just can make a lot of money like it's just a huge investment and that's crazy and it's cheaper to like Bitcoin is worth more than what he's paying for the energy. Probably. <laughs> like, it's crazy, that shit man. Nuts, man. It's like, crazy how, like, you know, cost and shit are, like, based off of, like, you know, what people know to value something. So when these new things kind of come out, people just kind of put a whole bunch of value on them. Like, and now you can buy a Bitcoin and then, like, fuck over a, you know, small, <laughs> a small community. community in upstate New York. <laughs> <laughs> so you can sell your Bitcoin for about $500. Fuck like, up some working people's finances just a little bit. <laughs> just throw it off by, like, $25 to $50 every month. And people have been mining, but it's just kind of, like, on their kind of expense. Yeah, they're often in places that are, like, not heavily inhabited yeah like this is kind of like in a community because yeah. those were all like factory spaces yeah so like the power grid was like you know built to like withstand that amount a of current certain average usage but like yeah. he's obviously running up the fucking tab so like they had to import extra current and shit so like, that's funny man i actually i googled that one day i was like i want to mine some bitcoin and i did some reading i was like no i don't no, you like don't. sounds irritating no, you don't. i read like the ab- humming like, i read like the abstract of that shit yeah, i was it's like a lot of words <laughs> that does not sound like a, a cost benefit payout i want to invest in <laughs> he could do him he's doing the most though <laughs> bro niggas be doing a lot bro get hyper focused on some shit and like yeah i'm gonna buy a building like <laughs> shit and I, I think that's like, and that's like where like capitalism is like real counterproductive too. When people like embark in the venture but don't have the foresight or the empathy to like kind of like weigh in other people's like, you know, you're like, you're like, oh, this like um, benefits me and it costs me this, but it also costs like a whole bunch of other people's shit too. And so like, I wish people, when you're looking at like right. how successful ventures were like. You know, if it's also a net benefit, like the, yeah. the venture people use... just be thinking about themselves, bro. Like this nigga just thinking like oh, I can make a bunch of money. Like yeah. and like granted, like 
you know, in the grand scheme of thing, like, is what he's doing, like, the worst, nah, you know, thing that could be happening. Slightly inconvenient. No, he's slightly inconvenient. But he also people. could be really hurting people. That right. Like, but, like, it's, it's, it's just, like, a flip side of, like, damn, he just, like, decided to do that. That's like, kind of the point. Like, there are some people who will be slightly inconvenienced, like, oh, man, like, yeah. extra $5. And there's some people who are going to be, like, damn, shit, what the fuck? this like, threw off my budget. Like, yeah. and my budget is crucial to my, like, living. Type shit. <laughs> that shit is hella wild, bro. That shit is hella wild, bro. But uh, in brighter news, I think one of the best anime episodes I've like ever seen in my life came out last weekend. I know I heard which one you're talking about, and but finish your intro. About it. My Hero Academia. Um, we gonna keep nerding out if you're joining us. <laughs> We've been on some nerd shit. That's just kind of what we do. Yeah, like, man. <laughs> I just had to talk about My Hero just a little bit. It's a hard ass anime. This they episode was like high key, crazy. Like, it. With the fucking animation, character the development, line, the character, yo, Bakugo, his little story broke my heart, bro. Yeah, and, and, and if good animes, I think, are able to really employ levels of empathy. And yeah, like, bro, like, you understood that like childish feeling of like, damn, like something bad happened to me, and like it caused an adult pain. Yeah. So like, I feel like it's my fault. I don't understand what happened, but like, yeah. I feel like it's my fault, and I don't know what to do with that. Like, yeah. A lot of the main characters have like complexes. Where Bakugo, the the main character that we're talking about, yeah, his idol, he feels like never acknowledged him, and yeah. he felt inadequate because of it. Yeah. And, and then, then the fast that... forward, you know, a few years later, he's grown, and in the mix of like events in the anime, he ends up getting kidnapped. And his idol tries in trying to save him, like ends up losing his powers. Right. And so now Bakugo, like many years later, feels like not only was he not like acknowledged by his hero. Yeah, many years later, it's like a few months. No, he's talking about from when like you know he gave Midoriya the powers. Oh, with the slime. Like monster? that's when it kind of started. But like that was all. That was only like a year or so ago, I think. Well, only been time later. Year. My bad. Oh, yeah. My bad. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> My bad, bro. <laughs> some time later, he feeling he feeling some type of way and doesn't know how to talk about it. So right. like, it's it's a cool ass anime because like, in the middle of all the fighting and shit that niggas love, they like. Have, like interesting story they're getting you attached to like yeah the development of these motherfuckers like they have to talk through that they fought yeah. through it like niggas fight sometimes but like yeah. can niggas should niggas fight and then also you know i feel like that's one thing that <laughs> my uncle used to always tell me he's like you know these some street lessons nigga but like you know you fight you also talk like yeah it's, it's hand in hand you know you can't just pin up all that shit like y'all yeah. especially with like cousins and shit like y'all gonna be y'all gonna get mad but y'all talk about that shit too yeah like, you can communicate so you know, what I mean? you know that might be kind of toxic but you know some people gonna like <laughs> some people some people gonna resonate with it so i'm saying hey, that for bro, the motherfuckers that resonate bro. with it like like with the like, big toe bro. in the man box bro Box, bro. You gotta keep it there. <laughs> gotta keep it there. Remember where you came from, bro. <laughs> but nah, one of my favorite things about my hero as an anime is that, and this will kind of tie into our main topic for today, though, is that like it really focuses on Midoriya's training. Like he doesn't just get Midoriya is the main character for those who don't watch, but like he doesn't get just strong out of nowhere, yeah. right? Like you watch him you know fuck yourself up you know yeah. misusing his powers and learn like how do i control it how do i like train my body the most yeah. efficiently and like move and like you know what does it feel like to use this power all yeah. the time and like you see him like learn and grow and then like you see every time he like fights or does something like he's like applying every experience he's had like yeah. you ever watch an anime where like characters just like keep doing the same dumb shit or they just yeah. like have very sudden power bursts that don't make sense you're just like why are you strong all of a sudden like yeah you know what i mean it like, don't make sense if you don't work with some right shit. like even like i don't know if you ever seen like fairy tale but fairy tale is one of those animes where just like no matter what this nigga would like they never train like yeah. i think it was almost a running joke that them niggas never <laughs> train. Uh, fairy tale is like a thousand issues of manga. It's like a thousand issues long. And all 1,000 issues of that bitch. Not one chapter <laughs> is dedicated to like, all right, and then we took a week off to perfect our moves. It was always just like, fight. Learn the fight, new move. Adventure. Fight. Chill at the palace. Fight. Fight. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> Drink. Fight. Like, And every fight was like, I'm about to die. 
but I love my friends. <laughs> like every. I'm gonna whoop y'all ass. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm gonna whoop them motherfucker no ass. <laughs> but our topic for today was uh, things we did just to train ourselves. Yeah. You know, as far as mentally, our routines, you know, things like that. Because I feel like. You know, key to success is just, you know, time management and, like, being in a rhythm of things. Like, yeah. you have to, like, have certain things that you know at a bottom line you're going to get done and kind of just know how to regiment your time and block shit off. Like, yeah. And also just, like, build discipline and even different kind of, like, mental training and, like, discipline and all yeah. that shit. One I thing, don't know if you want to start, D. Yeah. One thing that was, like, interesting for me was, like, when I was younger, I used to always, like... uh I kind of like developed my like quote unquote training routine mm. or like how, how I like convinced myself to do things that were like productive. Like I watched a lot of anime and got a lot of inspiration from that yeah. shit. And then also <laughs> like, I also got a lot of uh, inspiration from the church growing up too. Right. Um, a lot of like the kind of things that stuck with me growing up were just always the, this kind of concept of like, if you invest in something and like, you start doing it like you start growing at like a constant pace you know there's math and all this shit involved but like right. if you start like investing in something you know like say every day you get better um by like two however two whatever, of whatever yeah, like, you do that one day uh you do that the next day you do that the next day like you do that consistently like at some point you will pro you will reach the level that you want to get right. at. like Unless you die, like, but like, <laughs> like, but what is it? The ten thousand hours rule, right? Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a there's a rule. That <laughs> I read I read an article in uh, this Time magazine that like contradicted that rule. Oh really? <laughs> but they were they were talk that article actually. Um, it talked about training in the light of like dedicated like focus on achieving a goal. Right. And so like later on, I kind of learned how to like fine tune my training and like. When you want to learn how to do something, try to think of like, okay, what are the steps to like get there? And like, yeah. because it's, it's, it's sometimes it's too big to chew like the end goal. Yeah, like, you have to compartmentalize. And you got to take it like step by step. So you feel accomplished because like the hardest part about like learning how to do something new is feeling discouraged. Yeah. And so like, if you don't, if you don't feel like you can solve the big problem, then like start focusing on like a smaller part of the problem until you get that shit. Right. And like you gotta like learn how to like I guess focus like on finding successes and like going through the problem help problem solving and like learning how to do new things a lot more interesting for me. Yeah. I feel. Yeah. That's hella real. That's hella real. For me, I think um I remember growing up my dad was like pretty like strict and like have my time like very like well blocked off. Yeah. Like, you know, probably up until I was, you know, like probably like 11 or 12 or so. Like, you know, shit was pretty like, you gotta do these things before you can like, you know, watch TV or like play video games. I kind of had to like earn my free time, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So like, for me, I was very much able like at like a young age to like figure out like, Alright, I gotta just like get this thing done. Like it doesn't really matter what it is. Like yeah. I like there's this thing I wanna do. Like I do not have the means to like overpower or convince this nigga to let me do otherwise. Yeah. So like let me just like get it done. Like I could just get it done. So like I just kinda developed that skill. Like I remember this nigga used to be wildin', bro. This nigga used to make me like sit at the piano and like you know, he'd be like, You don't get to get up until you play the song perfectly. And he would sit there with his fucking newspaper and just read that shit and just like sit there. And like, he was like, That's nope. crazy. I heard a mistake, start over. And just like do that shit. Like, that shit used to That's be. That's such a stark difference, dog. <laughs> bro, that shit was I had, fucking crazy. Growing bro. up, man, like, I had no discipline. Like, <laughs> my mom, my mom worked and me, I stayed with my grandparents for a lot of time. Like, I stayed, yeah. I was at home often too, but like, for the most part, it was kind of me and my sister just kind of cooling on the couch, like, yeah. watching TV. I'd be on the floor, I'd playing video games and shit. Yeah. And so, like, in a weird way, video games taught me a lot about training too. Because it was just like, oh, a very easy, like, 
work reward system. Yes, real like, 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 okay, you gotta video games. You never just get shit. You don't just get shit in video games. You gotta do something for it. So at least like that wasn't a hard barrier for me to cross. But like (laughs) doing it in real life, doing it in real life was the hard shit, dog. Like I gotta apply this logic to my everyday. I definitely like always understood like the concepts of like, yeah, I know I gotta like do shit to learn how to do shit. But like, when my ass just be like sitting around and like i just be wishing i was doing shit but never doing shit <laughs> like damn i'd be that? like girl just sitting around just like playing video games and shit like man like regretting not working that day but then not working that day like still just like eh. <laughs> <laughs> nah man like my dad used to he's a professor so like you know he used to go to his office on the weekends and like grade papers he would like take me and my sister with him and like the whole time we would just have to work he would, bring, he would buy like workbooks and shit mm-hmm. and like just sit we'd have to sit there and like do these workbooks while he like graded papers like on Saturday morning bro <laughs> that used to piss me the fuck off bro <laughs> but like it was just like something we just adapted to and so like now that I'm like grown and he like beat that shit into me like a fucking dog <laughs> since my brain was developing your brain just like, like alright I can flip that switch I, yeah I can just flip that switch where like if I need to do something I can just kind of make myself do it like yeah like and I know that like give like given time, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I can just I can just make myself do it. And like that was something like I know I did for myself as far as like music and like keeping myself on track with that was just like I don't know if anyone's ever seen my phone, I just keep my to-do list saved as mm-hmm. my lock screen. And just like as I do things throughout the week, like, you know, I just I just know I have yeah. to do these things. Like they're on my to-do list. I have to do them. And that's like, real that's and enough just, to just like trigger the program it's just like all right do it like compartmentalize the time like figure out when you can do all these things like arrange it and like it just gets done every week my high ass bro i'll be writing shit down and forgetting to read it <laughs> yeah i'll be forgetting to update it sometimes but like it'd be like i, I put the little check marks by mm-hmm. it and like what i realized so for a while I, here's the thing i stopped doing the check marks for a while and i fell off mm-hmm. right and i realized no i have to put the check mark something about the check mark Makes you feel that that, that grab that little that like gives you that little dopamine push. So I have to remember ooh, like drugs. make sure to do the check mark and, and update it because it don't like <laughs> automatically update. I have to like screenshot it and like save it and like crop it uh-huh. <laughs> every time. Uh, Apple, if you listening, y'all should fix that shit. Um, That's but, funny. <laughs> <laughs> iOS twelve, um, but that like really makes a difference for me. Like, That's cool. And like that was just like a weird little brain hack I found about myself. Yeah, I like. There was a point, I haven't done it recently, but like whenever I'm kind of in like my most like productive mood, I'm able to kind of like plan out my day yeah. and form some sort of like, I usually kind of structure doing things like what can I like accomplish first, soonest and start knocking those off. Yeah, then. so that way you can ramp up. <laughs> and so like I always hit like slumps when like work gets really bad Yeah. because then it's like if I'm not accomplishing a project every t- I just start feeling like real anxious yeah. about not having completed something. I feel you, bro. <laughs> I feel you, bro. It'd be weird because you just be like, "Oh man, like I need so I need something to get done. Yeah, I need that win. <laughs> like I need that dub. I need that that little that little dopamine, bro. It's weird, bro. Humans are we are just computers. <laughs> Program. I'm thinking about how my brain works. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, but like when you learn how to manipulate your brain chemistry, like you can do all kind of great things. That's so real, dog. <laughs> I'm cool. I'll be doing that shit, bro. I'll yeah, be like, like man, if you just convince yourself to like think that something yeah, is fun, and then next thing you know, like shit, I you're guess just I'm, doing it all I'm the doing time. that shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I would think, you know, one thing I would say to a lot of people starting really any kind of different like endeavor, whether that's like learning an instrument or like making music or learning a program or becoming a writer, whatever it is, I think like just since we talking about like, discipline and training, like you have to remember that like- I'm so high. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm cooked. I don't know if you noticed, but like, I, I'm like really oh, unable geek. to sustain eye contact with you right now. <laughs> oh, fucking geek, I'm sorry. I just can't help but look outside because like, Bruh. I'm really high and I want to be outside. But, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> um, I was saying like for people, you know, just starting out in, you know, whatever their respective fields are, um, just that reminder to, you know, discipline yourself and make sure mm-hmm. that whatever it is, you do it every day and just be patient with yourself. Um, because, like, 
everything just takes time. Like not like very rarely do you just start something and be amazing at it. Like mm-hmm. you have to learn, you have to like build that, you have to train, you know, yeah. to go back to kind of the motif here. Like you it like it just takes those hours of like yeah putting the work in. Like very little in this world happens by accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people who are great at things often don't trip, slip and fall into them. Like they put the time in. You know what I mean? So you have to like yeah treat you know discipline yourself like and And like find a discipline regimen that works for you but just find one you know what i mean like if you're an artist you know and you don't think you could drop you know five songs a month that's fine but just drop one song every month yeah some shit like that like you know like on some rush shit like drop a song every month like or every two months but just find a rhythm yeah like make that your work schedule or even if you're not dropping just make a song every week or every two weeks you know whatever and just like i also feel like another beneficial component um is adding a level of like creativity into your training too yeah um because i think when you add like so one thing I like to do for myself is I like to kind of challenge myself to do things. Yeah, you gotta make it like a game. You gotta, you got, yeah, make it kind of like a game and make it something where like you want to, you want to hit certain checkpoints. Yeah. And so like, I think one thing, one thing I have been like uh, complimented on recently, which is cool, um, in my like developing and just kind of working with people professionally in my coding is just how like developers aren't often really called creative mm-hmm. and so it was cool to be called like creative in the way i kind of like approach developing and things hey, like that and i think it's just like one a lot of times at work um when i'm assigned to do a task or something there's like a way that's like probably like the straightforward way you could do it but you know i kind of take that time and try to see if like if i was how would i solve this problem like right. maybe i'll solve it the normal way well maybe i won't Right. And like, you know, that shit didn't work too well in school. <laughs> but, but that shit's great, great now. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> And you know, see that's and, and and as a creative, that's something for me that I often find myself working against. Because I'm a very schooly type of dude a lot of times. You know what I mean? Again, because of how my background was like growing up. I'm very much like get the task done. Yeah. Like, that kind of like, I was good at school because it was very task oriented. Like, yeah. If you could get things done and like, yeah, you know, you, you got rewards for it. Maybe um, I'll try again one day. You made it through my nigga. <laughs> find a piece of paper, right. whatever it is. Um, but for me, it's like, you know, as I learned about, you know, music and stuff, you obviously learn like, you know, industry standards, like norms and things yeah. like that. And for me, I often have to remember, like, okay, yeah, that's the way it's, like, quote-unquote, supposed to sound, mm-hmm. like, supposed to be formatted, but, like, how do you want it formatted? Yeah. Because like, like, that's, that, that's what contributes to consistency the most. Exactly. Like, uh, on the flip coin of, like, discipline, like, I'm not a very disciplined person, but I'm able to be consistent. Yeah. Because, like, I'm able to, you know, work in a way that allows me to be consistent. Right. And that's yeah. my thing now. It's, like, with my regimen of beats, like, I think, you know personally i think as like a lot of producers i think a lot of producers focus on quantity mm-hmm. a lot of times and i think that's dope in a way for like the way the music industry is now but i also think like for me like i see a lot of value and also putting a little bit more time on like yeah putting out like a decent amount of beats but also focusing i was focusing on like quality and making sure like this is something unique this is how i want it to yeah. sound like there's like something challenging your craft yeah while like there's beats. something interesting about this beat like you know it might be something small yeah you know what i mean but like there's something in this beat that like on that on the spot i was like ooh, this would be fun yeah like you know what i mean they say like uh i'm referencing this like time magazine like i think it's so educated god damn i just be reading shit nowadays <laughs> bro like but like it's just kind of like when you're being creative you always want to like bend and kind of break your normal routine like keep doing what you're doing but always find ways to do it slightly differently yeah so that way you know like every time you're doing that you learn a little bit more like right there's a George Washington Carver quote I used to have. Oh, oh, so you quoting shit too, huh? I had to. Hey. I couldn't just let you like steal all the intellectual shine. You still gonna flex? Cause I can hardly remember like my quote, <laughs> but I just know it embodies that same idea. It was a George Washington Carver quote that was basically like, you know, you can do what's the norm or what's expected, yeah, and still 
do it in a way that no one would expect. You know, yeah. not to like you juxtaposing words at the same time. But, like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, but still add something like unique to it. Like, yeah. you know, have your own element of style to it. Like, oh yeah, like yeah, that sounds like you know that style of beat or like you know that looks like that style of painting but like it's, it's also these different elements. yeah that's how should evolve you bro know? yeah i think that's hella dope if you don't evolve you die we've been talking about this man that was two episodes ago yeah dog Last episode shit we've been <laughs> rapping bro but you know what i'm ready for you what are you ready for <laughs> <laughs> told you i'm hiding <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for our guest, man. Oh, shit. Yes, man. You guys are going to be excited. Yeah, man. We got to go out there and smoke real quick and uh, we'll bring them on in. With our special <laughs> guest for this episode, Mastermind. Deuces. Nina Talk. Beautiful sunset in St. Louis on the south side. Wonderful, wonderful evening, bro. The bong didn't take us out for real, for real. It did not. (laughs) Speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I found with the bong that if you just like time it right, you can always kind of just like hold off a little bit. Like if you overshoot it, yeah, you'll die and you'll hurt yourself. But if you find like a good rhythm. It's actually a little soothing because the water cools down the smoke and shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was about to say, whatever bong y'all got, I I got baby lungs, bro. I'm usually like, <laughs> my lungs is like going fucking crazy. But like, that one was very smooth. <laughs> it was smooth. It was smooth, man. It was very smooth. I was like, okay. Well, Ain't no ice in here. Anyway. I'm a, I'm a, we gonna, as we intro the smoke conversations, let me intro our guest. Y'all have Yo. been listening to... Mastermind. Mastermind. Hey, we do that. Hey, look at that. Look at Mastermind that with a V. Boop. Yes, sir, yes, sir. How you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Feeling blessed as fuck. Hey, hey that's a blessing. Sure are, man. Yes. It's not a lot of good news coming your way, man. My mama Congrats used to on. say, blessed to be a blessing. Blessed yeah, man. Let me go here stop cussing, man. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm blessed, bro. I'm blessed, <laughs> man. I'm glad. Hey, that's hard, <laughs> dog. That's tough, man. We definitely have to get you on here, man. We've been yeah. seeing you doing so much uh, around the city, that, man. man. Putting out so much positive energy, man. Thank you. And I respect to y'all on all types Thank of levels, you, bro. Much appreciated, man. You want to tell the people a bit about yourself? Yeah, man. Um, so yeah. Um, I go by the name Mastermind, and again, that's Mastermind with a V. The A is upside down. You know what I'm saying? Yo. <laughs> um, but like to be for real, for real, that mug stems straight from like. Google purpose, Google purpose, Google searching purposes. Oh, shit. Google searching purposes. <laughs> it's a tough uh, twist there. That was a little tough. You got name. the unique name. Yeah, dog. So yeah, when you type in my shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying. You type in Mastermind with a V. I'm the only thing that pop up. You type yep. in Mastermind, board game gonna pop up. Definition is shit. Anything. <laughs> I was at a, uh, I was teaching at a school once, and this little kid's parent was like, "Yeah, my daughter typed in Muhammad Mastermind, and uh, a terrorist popped uh, up. You're no terrorist, though, So I'm, uh, I was just trying to see he was speaking like, at my daughter's school. I was like, "Oh God." I'd be like, "Well, sorry for that one." Man. <laughs> no, but shout out to the V, bro. Shout out to the V, and um, I, I, I'm, I'm rapper and a producer. I record, mix, master, engineer my own Everything, shit. Everything, bro. Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Maybe selfish, but I, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting out of that. But, hey, man. Um, but to speak upon that, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, getting into the pocket of just, I just want to be a curator. Yeah. yeah. Getting less of being like, no, I got to make all my beats. I got to, 
whatever the fuck curate the vibe whoever i'm about to link up with to make this happen or if this is somebody else's random beat and it fits the vision that's all I'm doing. I'm, I just want to curate, curate, right, yeah, curate, 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 That's tough, man. Nah, I yeah. see that, dog. Even just like, I always like to give you props when I listen to your music and watch the videos. Just how like comprehensive your message is when you when you package that. everything together, man. You right, always yeah. got your videos always like show a knowledge of the city. Yeah. You yeah. always you you be working with uh Lewis. Yes sir, yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. Um, and that's a very knowledgeable ass dude yeah. about the city. I would say that. What'd you say? That's a very knowledgeable ass dude about the city. Yeah, man. He yeah, puts out no. hella love, bro. All his videos. Young St. Louis historian out here. Yeah, um, man. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it kind of turns. It kind of turns yeah, like yeah. I like I like how it kind of balances with your music. And you be telling yeah. the story. You often tell stories about, you know, just your life, your experience, but your experience yeah. with black experience. Yeah. And so becoming more of a cur- uh, curator, how has that been? Because if... Um, Thing you told us that you uh you started as a producer before you were an artist yeah. so someone who's very accustomed to making beats and being very hands-on with your sound how's that like shift been for you to become more of someone who's a little hands-off saying no i just vibe with this but i like that it's your own you know style and energy or whatever your, your curation yeah. process may be I, um to be for real it is uh it's freeing yeah and because a lot of the time when we are when you do happen to be able to be the, oh, I'm the controller of my universe, such as like my musical universe. Right. You know, one, you get to carry a lot of credit, like, oh, I did that type yep. of shit. <laughs> and then the other thing is that um, you got to be able to trust people to execute what is your vision. Right. Uh, but I feel like I have been able to get into a spot as a as a, a engineer through all these years, as a producer, as a listener of music to be able to feel feel confident in me just directing someone to play something a particular way and still feel just just as respected in myself because it's like right. I, if, if i wouldn't have did all them ten thousand ass hours i wouldn't know how to even tell that person to right. you know, play this like this real quick i didn't slow that because right because like, you have to be in the field kind of navigating to understand uh, like the nuances of how to do those things that's that's exact facts right i feel you so that's been nice to see it's like oh man it's, it's Okay, I actually do know what I'm talking about a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But then it's like, I could either spend all that time. Like, I think like one time, man, it took me six hours to play these chords that I wanted to play. Man. Like, I literally just sat there. And when I played it, it was like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, shit. But like, I, I've been working with this dude named Owen Raglan, 16-year-old producer. For sure. Crazy pianist. He's, he's fucking insane. I gotta check him out. That's tough. He, he, he's really crazy with it. He just dropped a new single, Shameless Plug. Hey. For sure. Um, but Repeat like, that. what's the name again? Um, Owen Raglan. Owen Raglan. For sure. Boom. But his keys are crazy, man. So a, a lot of my newer music, I've been working with him to like really help me execute my vision. Yeah. Because besides that, my vision will be just of what I either can execute or what I have time to execute. Like, again, right. it took me six hours to play yeah. that. I don't have six hours in a day, damn near. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. able to delegate is hella clutch. Yeah. Yeah, so how's that even kind of, like, evolved on the business end of things? Like, I noticed, like, a few months ago, you even put out, like, an ad for an intern. Yeah. And so you've even kind of structured the business around your kind of, like, as you've kind of gone on and touring and stuff. How's that growth kind of been? Like, who's your team? Man, um, good old Mastermind and Cobra. Um, we, uh, I feel like one of the biggest things that was impactful in the mug was that I was self-employed for a nice little minute, and then I had to go rack up some funds, and I went and took a job for like a good six months. And it was a very corporate kind of job type place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that allowed me to like, I'm like, fuck, well, I'm here. Might as but, well learn yeah. something. So I, I was like, oh yeah, duh, just just move your company like this inf- this infrastructure. Shut yeah. up. Right. Shut up a a, a a database to always find That's everything. That's what we kind of need. been trying to do with Nina. Yeah. Yeah. Dog. Google's been really helpful for us because ah, they have shit, hella yeah. like built-in tools into Gmail that make it really easy to just like sync and stay connected. Yeah. You on the email account? They got the Google Keep and shit. But yeah, Keep anyway, that's key. That's yeah. key. Mastermind and Co. Shout out Google. <laughs> Mastermind and Co. Bro, like all of those different things are key because 
every rapper is a damn startup. Yeah, Basically, that's a business. You're yeah, startup and if you're trying to grow, once people start giving you money, you gotta manage it right. You right, manage it right. You gotta have the right squad. You gotta have the right team members. Work, focus on delegation. Cause it, again, that that's one of the things that I suppose maybe wasn't the easiest for for me was delegation. Cause yeah, I mixed, mastered, produced, recorded, mm-hmm. released my own shit. It was like learn how to be able to also delegate and give trust that. The people who you got doing it, they're going to get it done and they're going to get it done how right. maybe the business needed type shit. Like all of those different things of like coming into the sobering effect and right. just focusing on the biz. Like right. that infrastructure is the only thing that's really going to keep this shit afloat. Yeah. Exactly. So. That's tough. That's been fresh. That's tough, man. I jumped all over the motherfucking question. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, no worries, But man. the business world, man, I've, I've just always been, my, my pops would always stress the business nature yeah like, he would always stress he'd be like monetize bro monetize figure out ways set up your infrastructure and uh so yeah, yeah, yeah. right and so good i think a good question i think would be kind of for you when did you kind of start um when what what made you feel that way what what was kind of your first step into all right i'm gonna get everything in line like as far as paperwork like management all that delegation like what was kind of your first step like what was the first thing you did when you said all right i'm gonna set this infrastructure up man um i feel like for me there was two tiers because at one point in time when we when uh when, when I was moving as as MME with the whole team, right. our business shit was on, on my fucking point. Yeah. But, and to, to shine light on that, our business was on motherfucking point because we knew that it wasn't nobody else in St. Louis that was going to be able to get us to where we need to go to and help and assist and play that role. And shit, this is everybody's passion and uh, motherfuckers barely got places to sleep and lay their head at night or to right. even hold shit down. So we was like, we're going to do this shit ourselves. We we got books. I went to school for music, uh, music business instead hey. of the music, cause I was like, I know how to. I don't want to be taught a, a, music. Taught, I, I'm not trying to pay fifty four thousand dollars to learn how to make beats like I've been making. Yeah, type yeah. Shit. I can not get some real, other for skills. Real. Cause I used to. I don't know. Um, to double back to the business shit. Um, but in me would sit there and we would probably not even know the full details of the roles. But it's like, I right, bet you, chief. Executive markets, marketing officer, <laughs> you so and so and so and so. That's real. But that person felt entitled yeah, and was like, "I'm going home. I'm gonna read this shit. I'm gonna try my best to figure that out." So like, because right. I want to do my yeah. job right. Yeah, that's hella real. Because we want to eat. We want right. to be able to entertain. Actually doing this shit. Want to yeah. be able to find some peace so your mental health ain't killing you. Like the right. hunger you was said, really getting that business done. You said, um, I remember we was talking, and you said that y'all traveled a bit, huh? Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. So, yeah, man, how was even that traveling experience, man? How's the traveling experience been now? Because um, I remember thinking back, and you had to run off from this event on Cherokee Street a while back, oh, going yeah. to A3C. Yes, sir. So how's, how's that kind of been with you and the team and managing the, the traveling and stuff now? Man, um... Learning the balance of, I suppose, time, of course, but like, even when we was going to A3C, people had no sleep. Yeah. And as much as, you know, team no sleep out here in these streets, your body will shut down on that. Nah, bro, stress, man, no matter what. You know? It'll shut down physically, it'll shut down mentally, uh, shit got real to where like, um... Our team fell asleep at the wheel while we oh, was on the shit. way to mm. to go do a show. Woof, car crashed off the off the road. God damn. You know what I'm saying? But bless as fuck that it was completely unscratched. The, the rental car company didn't come at my neck because shit was <laughs> right. damaged, bro. It was hey. like, well, how did that happen? Shout out God. I don't know, God. but like that's been the biggest reminder of like, hey. You gotta take care of yourself. You gotta yeah. take care Something of yourself. Something could have happened. It didn't, but like so, something definitely could have happened. Yeah. We gotta take care of ourselves, we gotta take care of ourselves and there's still only X amount of time in the day. You better figure it the fuck out. Right. Time management is figure key. Figure it out. Figure shit out. Yeah. Time it's management hilarious. is key. It's even interesting seeing that with, like, you know, the superstar artists and, like, what that is for them. Like, like I saw, like, you know, this uh, Wayne just came out on this Billboard article, but talking about his, like, sessions like Wayne used to be in the studio for like 24 hours like straight mm. yeah like just that recording. contributed to the seizures I think yeah and they were saying how that fatigue and like you know just Jeez. constant probably Jeez. drug Jeez. use Jeez. and like sleep deprivation like all that is just awful for your health and like 
how this he was saying like yeah like i really just had to i had to cut back yeah you know what i mean and like if you look at wayne now you can kind of tell that he's been like you're going at it kind of hard man like and he needs a little time to recover so like i'm really glad that yeah you know that's kind of like i'm happy that conversation is like getting more prevalent though where people yeah. are recognizing they're like you know, it's not a taboo to talk about your mental health. Like, yeah, and like, man, no sleep is kind of like a myth to some degree, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. Like, work smarter, not harder. That's the energy. It's weird, because, like, a lot of shit in... A lot of the very successful shit in hip-hop, it, it, it ends up being, like, the storytelling aspects and the yeah. aspects of just pure transparency yeah. and, like, showing the mental health fucking people up type thing like you could take that back to Jeezy you know what I'm saying yeah niggas just telling like, the stories they'll, they'll break it down to an extent you know what I'm saying but like I don't know I feel like we have been like trying to get a better job of crossing that threshold as of like coming up recently right um but like artists like Saba when he dropped that project man yo, that, that project I didn't yeah. I didn't know how much I mentally needed that project. That shit was beautiful. I didn't know how much I mentally needed that project. Like, I, I needed to hear the shit. Yeah, bro. Yeah. That was a dope-ass project. Yeah, music is music is so crucial to, like... Therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, because it's, like, the exploration of, like, you know, artists have that, like, that ability and that, like, that ability to kind of, like, put out in, like, their music how people feel. And so, like, I don't know, Kid Cudi was my motherfucking, oh, like, yeah, favorite right. artist growing up, bro. And definitely. he just kind of, like, he just kind of helped you kind of think through how you was feeling. Yeah. Which isn't always easy as a black kid. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, you're not supposed to feel too many ways as a young black dude. Like, yeah. they got a lot of, like, people telling you that, you know, yeah, stand up straight. You know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, you put your headphones in and you're like, all right, I don't know how I'm feeling, but I know I'm feeling some type of yeah. way. I'll at least acknowledge that and I'll think yeah. about it. <laughs> For me, was, I used to listen to, I still do, but I used to listen to a lot of, like, rock music that was coming out at that time. That shit was hella clutch for me. Yeah. Because, like, even, like, even though it was, like, screaming and shit, it was still all about, like, feelings at the end of the day. That's so right. it was just, like, very, like, therapeutic in that regard. Because you're just like, yes, man, like, I do have all these, like, really yeah. like, negative feelings. And especially, I feel like, during that time, like, rap was still very gangster. Like, it wasn't very, like... It was very, it was very like braggadocious and how tough you are. Yeah. So like when you had like them soft ass feelings, it's like damn. Where People can still I clown. Yeah, yeah. Where can I go to feel like insecure yeah, and brought, like uncertain? Like, you know. Yeah, you definitely brought them feelings back into yeah, the game. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Cuddy, Drake. The singing nigga, bro. The singing nigga, bro. In a good way, for sure. So who are some of your kind of early like musical influences? Um, usually I would start the conversation off with like Kanye first, but I actually need to start off with Lupe first. Hey, I'm a Lupe. We talked yeah. about this for a little yeah. bit. I'm a big Lupe fan, bro. Bro, like that Nick top five, bro. And top and, five, and that needs to be exactly yeah. that. Top five. Yeah, and that that, that 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 needs to be that. Like, Let's talk about yeah. it. Like, who want to talk about it? Lupe is top five. Yeah, bro. he the a cool wordsmith, food and bro. liquor. His mixtapes. The mix. Lupe. The mixtapes was like, bro, a rhyming shit. ape. This nigga jumped on the gorillas <laughs> and bodied that shit. He bodied yeah. the what? whole project. What? Um, he a wordsmith, bro. He be tap dancing dog. on beats. Even some of that niggas knew it. His last album, we won't talk about. But Tetsubo and Youth? Yeah. Yeah. Niggas slept on that shit. What, like, was, what was that bro. intro, bro? Um, Mural. Mural. Was Mural like, was like one of the greatest rap songs of, what was that, 2016, I think? Bro. bro yeah. That nigga spat for like seven minutes straight with some of the most like... Intricate. Intricate metaphors and punchlines that I think yeah. I've ever heard. Ever. Man, like, Lou for me, when he popped up, one... I like looking back. I, I never realized like how, how come I was so damn drawn to like every fucking thing. It's like hold up, Lou was like still a nerd, nerdy as fuck. Yeah. Um, still was gangster as fuck. You heard it. Yeah. Chilly chill. His I'm manager funny. got locked up for the biggest fucking. He be up ever. on the BT site. Let's talk about it. <laughs> nigga you know was talking about how his nigga was gonna roll up and kill you in the most intelligent way. Like, yeah. yeah. That's what he was saying, bro. Lupe used to be a gangster ass motherfucker. I don't know. So like. That balance was like really fresh, cause yeah. that's why I felt like that same perspective was like in, in, 
and my family. And, and then shit, I'm like, oh shit, well, I guess we both actually we, we both actually Muslim. So I I, I see right. like certain signs of like him reaching in like Quranic yeah. resuscitations yeah. and other different things that like low key in the '90s, hella rappers was in because. Islam was hella big in yeah. hip hop, like in the '90s, bro. Like sure. they was all having like yeah. Islamic kind of references popping uh, in. They stuff yeah. everybody. Nah, like, you know what I mean. It was yeah. up in New York was kind of the hub, and they had yeah. a lot of that up there. And yeah. then like five percent of stuff came in. Yeah. Anywho, like those are like code ass identifi- ident- identifying factors for me. Yeah. And then like, bro, the way this dude rapped and told stories was fucking ridiculous. Untouchable. His mixtapes, untouchable. Yeah. I used to want to be signed to first and fifteen. I'm like, bro, bro I'm getting signed to first and fifteen. And then he went and did a uh, Japanese cartoon. Like he bro, had Japanese ventures yeah, left. A lot right. of people don't even know what that is, bro. Yeah, that bro. shit was so hard. So for those of you who aren't hip, we play fiasco form like this punk rock esque, like punk rock, like hip hop group yeah. called a Japanese cartoon that he like frontman and that shit is like hard as fuck and he just cold. it was hella low key like he didn't pub it much it was a, it, it, it was kind of like a secret thing yeah it was like if was you know tough. you know like type shit that shit was hard as the fuck the graphic design was off the chain the merchandise was off the chain that's tough nigga went crazy with yeah. that shit bro like Lupe was on some shit bro we, we Lupe fanning right now right hey, I bro. wasn't even here but, uh, I took I mean a little I remember like when I did volume two, I did one of the re- I did the remix of Superstar. Superstar, bro. yeah. Bro, I'm yeah. Com- I always say, bro, like I will. Lupe. Me and Lupe will make some smashes these days, yeah. bro. Like I'm saying, bro, yeah, like dog. I'm still a Lupe fan at heart, bro. Like it'll never go. Talent away. don't di- talent don't disappear. I bro. feel like once you could do something, you could do it again. Bro. Yeah. Like, well, me personally and all transparency, um, I would like to. Uh, I'm I'm interested in seeing him work with different artists and producers yeah uh, yeah because as a as a as a producer and a curator i feel like i i have my own like versions of where i would place people in their voices yeah and shit. i'm yeah. like man i would love to hear lupe back with glassburg again you know what i'm saying yeah. back with flalo back with you know like other different elements yeah that like t- to really bring certain things and that, out and, and that i was standing over you know what i'm saying right of course that's my perspective but no like, i agree with you and i think like um with his like last album and some of his other things like he tries to like do this like trap thing that doesn't really work like you know lasers was kind of more on the electronic music front but i think lupe just really shines on just like quality hip-hop production like that's what tetsu on you showed like that nigga Mm -hmm. was rapping over hella instruments like and i think that's all he kind of needs to do and like the core like whatever that's what he could jump over like yeah Yeah. like i think like yeah like have some have some trap influence tracks but like i think like his core really needs to be like you can rap over like anything hip hop. So go, bro. Yeah, like so, just like really take that, and you can, and he can go with, cause he got the flow to rap on anything. Like this nigga can tiptoe over the most off kilter jazz beat ever. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like people love Kendrick for that, but people don't know that like Lupe was like the king of that wow, shit. Yeah. No, no, for real, for real. People love Kendrick for that, but people don't know that like Lupe was getting flows off, bro. Like just Definitely on like nice. fitting, hitting crazy pockets, just doing nonsense like yeah I'm a, I'm a Lupe stan you can tell bro bro <laughs> I studied it cause I used to be a rapper yeah. rapper we out here we about to summon Lupe bro <laughs> Lupe so gonna listen to, to this shit bro Lupe bro that was who I studied bro, bro but like vice versa if if I didn't have no Lupe it wouldn't be no Molly Moolah kind of triple entendre songs. I wouldn't exactly, think bro. about like going that deep. Let me make these. Let me make this song mean three different ways from yeah. three different fucking perspectives. Bruh. You, I wouldn't have that approach. Yeah, period. You be trying that. to weave your music differently because you see him do it. You be like, Bruh, yeah, yeah, man, that's dope. The cool told a story. Michael Young, history. Bruh, Young. that nigga yeah. built a universe, bruh. Yeah. That shit was hella crazy, and then like. He kept the universe going in like other songs. Like he has other songs that like tell more of that story and have those same characters. Like that nigga was going crazy, bro. Like niggas don't know. It's facts, man. Niggas don't know. That's tough. But I will say that uh, me and my guy Owen, who I was telling you about, who, yeah. who we work on the piano, we uh, cause you know we we got this show um, we got this show at Del Mar Hall. You know what I'm saying? October Ooh. 10th with Lupe Fiasco himself. There you oh, go. Man. Oh shit! All Long right. Top. All right, Ooh. you know. All right, what's up? Pull up, um, damn. Yeah, dog. Fans. So, 
Where we at? That's why I was Lupe standing so much, cause like, yeah, that's bro, tough. He has truly impacted my career and my trajectory as yeah. an artist, and so this moment is like really big as fuck for me. Huge. Cause I'm like, oh wow, like this this the first time I get to speak with him and be at a level to have conversations yeah. and and to be like, um, and to actually have some shit to offer creativity, right? Cre- creatively to the table. Yeah, yeah. this is crazy, bro. We trying to like. Man, I'm trying to get some yes, crafted bro. beats around, you know, like, yes, bro. Yeah, dog. Yes, that shit is crazy, bro. Like, you are balling, bro. Yes, and that's what music's a, man, yeah. That Being able lit, to do bro. that is a freedom, bro. That's when you, like, yeah. Yeah, and that's, like, I'm a excited. dope thing about, one thing I admire um, about you, and I think about a lot of producers and artists, you know, like you, it's just that that craft, like, you can never sleep on that craft and, like, being able to, like, you know be of service i think people don't understand like how crucial that is and being like no like i carry so much on my own like i can i can i can talk to you we're both here we're both sharing this stage like you know what i mean let's 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 really get some shit done and then you got the resume to be like oh but he actually gets shit done you know what i mean and it's quality shit that people already fuck with and like you know yeah no handouts no sir some gangsta shit, man. Yeah, That's man. Your network shit. and your talent, bro. You got fucking your resources, brand endorsements, and all kind of crazy shit, man. Like you doing it. Thank you, man. You really killing it. No, like I actually like really appreciate that, y'all. You I'm are really real shit. fucking killing it, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Is, uh, it's the journey is like sometimes we will accidentally suck like the beauty, the beautiful shit out of the journey because yeah. we steady just focusing on tomorrow right like we just like tomorrow yeah. tomorrow 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 so, oh yeah some shit came away tomorrow 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 right. like you accidentally get fucked around like you accidentally accidentally get sucked into that mind state like i don't know but uh just being here and being present as fuck like thank y'all dog. no like, problem man hey. thank I, you for I, I appreciate y'all man. inviting me out here and uh yeah shit yeah been hella dope man you want to get to album of the week? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, for those of you just joining us, you know, album of the week, you know, regular listeners are hip. But for, if you're not hip, this is your first time peeping us. Album of the week, grab an album that, you know, we listened to this week that we really fucked with, that we think y'all should listen to. Can be new, can be old, you know, just anything. Um, I've started off. Um, mine is Late Registration. Yeah. By the old Kanye. Okay, then. The old Kanye. Bruh, such a beautiful album. And yeah. I will give an honorable mention to Sir Eddie C because the whole reason I went back and listened to the late registration is because I was listening to the readmission EP man and that shit was just so beautifully done so well crafted I was just like man like he embodied old Kanye yes bro like and then and all what the all while still being uniquely himself too. Yes. it was such a it was such a good balance of like it wasn't like embodiment is like when yeah, you allow yeah inspiration yeah, so he gave a peek into this possible window yeah. of like what if Kanye was rapping right now over kind of modern production with that still soul flair yeah. but then he also gave you oh but also my name is Saturday C and I'm about to bar you the fuck up for four tracks <laughs> and I think like one of the big things about skill too is being able to look at other people's like things yeah. that you like about other people and, and that. use that you know make it own like yeah. you know you're not you're not jipping off of nobody you just like oh i like the way you did that like let me let me always think of that when i'm creating my stuff right yeah. and like even just the way he intro with that bernie mexican and remission you know that like shit that was shit was so authentic it blew my head i thought he like kanye was wild with the skits bro i thought he like yeah. used the philosopher stones like revive bernie max <laughs> like i didn't know how he did it he figured out like, the secret bro this nigga's wilding like you know, <laughs> full metal alchemist bro i can't touch him like Crazy shit. So that's hard. Mine is late registration. Eddie, you are two thousands babies. You late nineties babies. You probably ain't peeped that. So go listen to that. Get hit. Touch the sky. The video is tough. Touch the sky. Bro. Crack music. Roses. Gold digger. Roses. Yeah. Consequences verse. I'm gone. Everybody, bro. Yeah. Quality music. See who Kanye was before all this crazy shit happened, man. Do was do was on some shit. So I'm gonna have to mine. listen to that as I head out, bro. Yeah, shit, bro, bro. Just to. It's good for the soul, bro. It is good for the soul. Old Kanye is good for the soul. soul. Like, adds like a couple months to my life every time I run it. New Kanye kind of grieves the soul a little bit, but you know. You know, poor. Is he such a, he's in such a weird place. Did you know that thing he put out with Lil Pump? Is like, it, that song, that's it's like his, his best, best song. Since like 2015, bro. Isn't that like. That's man, cool. that's just tough. I feel like. And this man went on a five album spree. Yeah. And this is what. 
did it. That's the one that popped. Like, <laughs> dang, dang, bro. Yeah. That's, that's harsh. He I, made beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I can only imagine uh, how little oxygen it is up there. Man. But you know, he made a song that popped. It's not, yeah, you know. Hey, I'm gonna keep it on hundred. I do enjoy. I enjoy. I'm not gonna sit here and lie like I don't enjoy the song. Like it's catchy. <laughs> it's like, catchy. We can't act like we don't know Kanye could make good music. So like, yeah. of course it's gonna be nice. I love his whole like. He's kind of going back with this kind of like house kind of like dance music ish kind of yeah. sound. I feel like with these very loopy kind of baseline heavy songs. Kind of fist pump. Yeah, too, like, like it just you know it reminds me of that kind of like. <laughs> oh wow, is that okay? That's kind of, that's <laughs> yeah, the, kind of the vibe I, I get guess from so it. though. That's just my interpretation yeah. of it. But yeah, that's mine. Okay. Um, me. Uh, have you heard the new boss? Sure. Yeah, have. man. Yeah, bro. Um, that shit was cruel. That shit, was, man. Boss never let me down, bro. No, not at all. Boss has never let me down. I think I, I like what all of them, Boss, Cole, everybody over at Dreamville is doing. Cause them motherfuckers, they just always putting out good, uh, true, transparent content. I feel. Consistency. And yeah, and transparent from the lyrics, and then I also feel like transparent from just like creating what the fuck they want to create. Yeah, like, bro. Everybody's shit doesn't sound like. All right, we got to make this radio hit. We got to make this. Yeah, yeah, you don't be feeling that. Yeah. You be like, nah, you wanted all of these songs. This, this, this you know? was constructed to tell that story how you wanted it to. And you got the prime example, the motherfucking king of it himself, yeah. J. Cole, Bruh. who makes what the fuck he wants to make out of his heart through transparency. One of the biggest dedicated yeah. fan base that we have seen in history. Ever. Yeah, most de- Yeah. Motherfuckers rob J. Cole. <laughs> he was just trying to instill that through his whole camp, bro. Yeah. yeah that's dope because, like, that's that's what lasts. And I, yeah, and I think, yeah, they will have, like, Boss is going to have. He's already developing, like, a real lasting yeah. fan base. Like, and so it's only going to grow. This is only his second project. It's only going to grow. And you know he's not going to do no wild shit to have you, like, gossiping about him. you just going to, like, <laughs> the moment he drops some shit, you're going to want to listen to it. You're going to want to listen to it a few times, right. but you don't want to talk about it with somebody. And uh, his, uh, biggest thing for me was that like the chords on this project I yeah. felt like it definitely tapped back into his African roots yeah like it was like some some motherland chords and rhythms yeah. and shit in here yeah. bro and the like, swing was crazy it was nice man like it, it, it matched the artwork it, it, it gave you that bro. whole desert-ish vibe yeah, and like man. you know what I'm saying like it was even like the video he shot that was I think what was that the, um, from what was the song with, with Cole the Cole feature uh, yeah, he shit. shot the video. I think he's in Haiti. Right yeah. He's in Haiti or DR, but he shot yeah. a video out there and it was just hella dope. Like him being with kind of like the native island people and like hey. really like having that 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 aesthetic and the music kind of matched the vibe as well. Like it was hella dope. I'm trying to see that video for Boca Raton. Yeah, that's what I'm I am. Yeah. Boca Raton. Yeah. That shit. No, man. I, um, it was I called Tribe. In Dreamville, Tribe, yeah. Tribe. Yeah. There we go. Finally believe in Dreamville. Um, and I feel like Dreamville could, uh, I'm interested. I feel like my mind can actually entertain a Dreamville TDE upset and like Dreamville is, is now the motherfuckers who are running Shit, movies, bro. doing yada, 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 yada. Yeah. Cause at one point in time, I didn't see that for TDE, you know, and like to be for real, for real. Like yeah. shit was a little shaky with Scissor, J-Rock. Um, Absol, di- different things. I, I was like, damn, yeah. are they going? Niggas then, are still finding themselves. Then shit. they took the fuck off. Like they are very fucking established. Yeah. Like, they are not playing, bro. Yeah, they not playing. So I see that for Dreamville. Yeah, I think one thing TDE have done well though in like that movie front is they've established very like solid like personalities that can like interact. Yeah. Like they had that little skit with the the boot the camp, training. Yeah. the little training camp and all that fun shit. Uh, so oh, I, TDE, TDE did that and that was I think that was a really good leg into them like getting into all these like movies and shit yeah, yeah. cause they developed like a character yeah video game picket type shit type shit shit um my album of the week is gonna be uh Free Lunch by Wale shout out for Lauren that was a wonderful little EP it was about five songs Yup. and it was like you know, talking about throwbacks, it was kind of like an attention deficit, Wale. Yeah, he just really went back to his core on that project. He went back to his core. He was rapping with a little bit of confidence, uh, a lot of stride. confidence. Yeah, man. In his stride. He, he was like, you know, I'm no longer in this motherfucking contract. I'm about to rap about what I want to rap about. I'm, I'm going to let y'all OG. know 
I could rap. I'm gonna let y'all know I'm poetic. He had some bars with J. Cole on my boy. Yo. That shit was that hella shit tough. That shit hard, bro. I'm yeah. waiting for them to like link up on a track and yeah. just trying to like spar. Yeah, that, that shit was tough. Like, some I listened to that shit. shit and I was over there rocking my head like, okay, okay. My boy. <laughs> yeah. So that shit was tough. Check that shit out, man. Yeah, man. Mastermind, thanks for coming, dog. This yeah, was man. a great ass time. I appreciate y'all sincerely, my guys. Thank yeah, you guys for listening to the Nina Talks. Yeah, man. Tune in for the season finale next week. Next week, Ooh. man. Woo! Hey. Season finale. Yeah, That's man. dope. Hey, congrats. Hey, appreciate you. All right. Deuces. Adios. Peace. for tuning in to another episode of Nina Talks with Darius and Nikita. If you like our podcast, make sure to rate and review on iTunes, or if you're listening on SoundCloud, like and repost. Your feedback means a lot because it helps us discover new listeners and grow our fan base. See you next week.